0: Welcome to the One More Rep podcast where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host Modingo and with me in the loft on a nice cool Sunday afternoon is Brody. <laughs> Brody with a nice big jug of water.
1: Yeah trying to rehydrate here
0: after a kill a bird, awful workout that I watched him do with this team. Some Sunday fun day action.
1: Yeah. I, I it can be fun <laughs> when you're done. Yeah. It's a, it's a good time. Always a good time. watching people suffer and, and then getting to suffer with them. So, and then,
0: but yeah, all in the name of fitness. Speaking of fitness, we want to talk about um, our sponsor. We talked about in My our peeps. last episode. Yeah. Seven five clothing. Uh, you can see them at 75 clothing.com, also seven five clothing on Instagram. Uh, they're making badass gear for your badass ventures. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's I always
1: think it's pivotal to when I want people to design shirts for us mm-hmm. that they have some sort of crossfit background or they know uh, what we yeah. know what we like to wear. Yeah. And the the styles. I don't like really busy shirts like i don't like mm-hmm. a bunch of like um affliction
2: <laughs> all over my crossfit shirt
1: i'm pretty simple most guys are and um so i truly believe in quality but they know what we may or may not want as as crossfitters to wear stuff that breathes but more importantly when you wash it, it returns because our stuffs gets stretched out yeah. from you know lifting and such it, it forms right back and I think that's critical in him having, and doing CrossFit and being involved in the CrossFit community, yeah. uh, with that company is huge in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. You know, yeah. Wally said he just came into CrossFit a handful of years ago, right? Right. And, uh, so, but again, you know, like we said before, many a time we're very, uh, pro veteran here, pro military with Wally being a former airman like myself, it's always cool to help out, um, someone else who's starting off their own business and just, but more importantly they make quality gear something you know? i love dude is that i love I, like
1: I'll, i put the work in like uh if i need some if i need this business to to go i need to put the work in and mm-hmm. get it to go properly as far as like a direction and things that lead up to that and talking to him was pretty cool is like he lives in tennessee mm-hmm. he's talking about coming up here for smash fest
0: yeah and it's not it's five hours yeah that's not super close Yeah.
1: But he's like, this is what I do. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I'll, he said, I'll drive all over because the more times I can get exposure to athletes, the the better I do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I see that have a clothing business, they'll only stay in, in their certain in their niche
0: com- area, their, yeah, their,
1: their confines of their own area, and not branch out because mm-hmm. they don't want to do the work. Yeah, they want you know what they want to start a business and they just want to magically grow. Mo is mm-hmm. what happens and you got to put your freaking you your head down you got to go and if that means you got to drive and you and it shows that it does put it this way he was at a, uh the last com- uh, competition we did um in urbana and he came from tennessee he now he's from that area mm-hmm. but but just if he wasn't there i would have never contacted him yep. if i never contacted him we wouldn't have a place that's going to do our clothing and going to do our um competition shirts yeah. and have an understanding of what we like and what more importantly our women like because what they wear is a lot different because it's all about fitting yeah. properly then we've never been sponsored mo
0: yeah that's absolutely you know everything lined up yeah and uh one thing i think you felt you didn't mention in the last episode when talking about trying to do research on on 75 clothing is the fact that they had sponsored sebastian's competition oh, out of guitar, yeah at uh, crossfit undisclosed and Cause you said you were doing, you Jenna, were diving into their Instagram. I
1: told Jenna about it yeah. and she had heard of them and she dove into their Instagram and she scrolls down. and was like, Hey, look at this. And it was a picture of Sebastian. me, Sebastian, <laughs> Jenna, yeah. uh, and our other teammate and, um, Tarna. And, uh, I was like,
0: what the heck? Why are we in your, like, <laughs> why, why are we in your social media? <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: why are we on your post? And, um, so I sent it to him. I was like, you know, Sebastian, he's like, yeah, I know Sebastian. is one of our ambassadors. Like, that's my dude. That's yeah. Sebastian. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, he helped put on that event. He said he helped sponsor yeah. that event that, you know, Sebastian, uh, really did a great job raising, I think over $8,000 to yeah. bring equipment to the Philly over in, it was in Qatar, yeah. Qatar and, uh, for their base for, Maybe a generation of CrossFitters that will come through there. Yeah,
0: because I was there at that same location 2015, just shortly before Sebastian was. And on average, I'd say we had a pretty decent sized community, depending on yeah, how many people are rotating there out. Yeah, you
1: CrossFitters at any point in time. Yeah.
0: And they're rotating in and out. Yeah, every every six to eight months, you know, people are rotating in and out. So, I mean, in the equipment, it's all outside, you know, so it takes a beating. So, for the guys at 7 5 to help facilitate a fundraiser, that literally is going to help the next generations of CrossFitters that rotate through that location. I mean, to me, it's awesome. Like, like I said, I haven't been there in three years, but I still feel awesome in the fact that people that are Mm going to come there after me are going to benefit from, from generous sponsors like that.
1: And you know, the military, they ain't going to upgrade that anytime soon. (laughs) 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 You know, they're not going to upgrade that. Like if they duct tape their uh, fighter jets, they ain't buying a new Rogue Barbell. (laughs) That's just how it's going to be.
0: No, they are not.
1: Yeah. So check them out, man. Really good people. Yeah. Can't say enough about them.
0: Yep. Uh, Absolutely. So moving on to this week's episode, uh, this was kind of a a hybrid mishmash of uh, different comments that we had. People asking us questions like, "Well, why do certain gyms do X? Why do certain gyms do Y?" And we kind of put these all under one umbrella, and we're going to call this one "Outside the 60 Minutes." Right. And what we mean by that is we're going to talk about, just like the premise of this show, we don't talk about like how to become faster, stronger, better you know, we're talking about things, you know, periphery to CrossFit, but will help you become a better CrossFitter and eventually hopefully to help you become a better human.
1: And issues that are going on inside of CrossFit mm-hmm. gyms that. That you don't talk about. That you don't talk about and piss piss members off. Yeah. It does. I and mean, that's, it, if we're going to be honest, they aren't happy about certain things mm-hmm. and that's a lot of our topics get. Yeah. And, and kinda, that's, and that's fine. And that's absolutely. great because
0: uh, that seems to be where our, sh- the direction of our show is we're kind of the sounding board or the voice of you all of of you guys, the listeners who are ninety nine percent of you are CrossFit athletes anyway. So
1: yeah, I ain't gonna lie because I share same views, all the same views that you have. I I feel you, and I'm I'm with you, and I'm an owner. Like it's 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 great on a couple of facts. It sucks for y'all because you have to go through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the reality of it. I always hate that, but it's great that the issues that I see and I get tired and fed up with and, and just annoyed with that goes on, you all feel the same way mm-hmm. and you guys are what matters because yeah. without you at their gym and paying that uh, monthly membership, they ain't going to have a gym. Yeah. They have to have you. And if they piss enough of you <laughs> off, <laughs> which it seems to be happening, they will have a gym.
0: Yeah. It, it's just, it, it, it's, and that's unfortunate, but yeah, you know, as, as business owners, you, you have to, again, I don't own a gym, yeah. uh, I he's,
1: look, he's going to own one. Either I'm going to force him into owning one. Something's going to happen, guys. Like I think we should start a hashtag. Hashtag mo's gym
0: 2019. Anyway, yeah, um new hashtag. I'm telling, they're catching on fire, baby. So as far as you know, again, I'm not an owner. I have been an athlete, but given the jobs I've had in some of the trainings I've had in 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 my college career path, learning a lot about business psychology, uh, finances, and you know just generally dealing with customer service, which is part of what we do here. Every day. And seeing some of the challenges and frustrations when athletes, quote, customers, Mm -hmm. you know, have... I hate calling them that. I hate calling them that too, but but from... For for this purpose. Yeah, we're just using that word. But when you don't take care of the customer, your business is going to suffer.
1: Yeah, it's, gosh, we've talked about so many things that... I mean, it's so simple. Clean your freaking bathrooms, right? I mm-hmm. mean, like take the trash out. Like sweep it. Just the little things go so far in a gym. I, mm-hmm. If
2: you
1: if your if your members are all about being foo foo and like you can't have a speck of dirt somewhere. Well, uh, maybe they should go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, no. it's like because as clean as you can make a CrossFit gym, it gets dirty that next class. Like mm-hmm. you know the the chalk is away, then it comes back. It just, mm-hmm. chalk just, just it hangs in the air and like, it's just, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, you'd be amazed at what chalk, how far chalk can reach because whenever I DJ the competitions here, I'm on a second deck. And when I go home <laughs> and I go home to clean my gear, yeah. there's just chalk in the weirdest places. It's in my speakers, it's in my mixer. In it's crack. in my microphone, yeah, in, my, in him, my ear. Got him in the butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> but no,
1: I think that's it's so simple as owners to do the right thing but they get away from doing the right thing when that uh, honeymoon stage kind of wears off. Mm-hmm.
0: And also sometimes, you know, during off the show when we were talking prior to this is sometimes you don't know what you don't know because you're just mimicking behaviors that you've witnessed in the past from other facilities. Jeez, this could be a whole nother
1: episode to be honest <laughs> with you because so many people start gyms because they're-
0: Because they're leaving and they're not happy. They're with not something. happy.
1: They're yeah. not happy with the direction, frustrated, whatever. And people be like, oh no, we're on great terms. Are you kidding me? I know exactly everything about what happened. So don't don't fake that, yo, we're on great terms. You started a gym because you're tired of the direction you thought you could do better than mm-hmm. them. Okay. Because you weren't getting out of that what you could. You think you can do it better. You can
0: do better. Yeah. So
1: you started a gym. Mm-hmm. Does it mean there has to be drama? No, no, does not mean they're not? 90% of the time there's drama. It's just the way it is. So it's I don't know, man. It you leave the gym to start another gym, but then you do exactly what they did at the same, <laughs> that you just left. It drives me nuts. You run the, you run their, uh, the programming the same. You run all the stuff that you hated. You run it the same because you guess what? That's what you know. You, it's what you know. And yeah. you don't want to break that
0: mold. And I, Cause you saw it work somewhere else. Yeah, and
1: that's like, Mo is like uh, we, the last podcast. I'm like, You know, we do it different here. Is I always use that. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of using that, but it's the truth. We do it different here because you know why? Because I learned everything not to do (laughs) at the other gyms I was at. Like, don't do this because it's horrible. Mm -hmm. Don't treat people like this because it makes them feel this way. Don't have clicks because this is what happens. You think all this stuff is just off the top of my head? No, this is my experience as a CrossFitter. I learned more what not to do at Mm -hmm. my other gyms than what to do at my other gyms. And I put my spin on it,
0: ran yes. over. So we're talking about this outside the 60 minutes. <sighs> you know, when I'm saying the 60 minutes, you know, you're going to go in, you're going to do a warm up, uh, You're going to get your whiteboard brief. You're going to mobilize and stretch a little bit. You're going to do your strength. You know, you're going to transition. Then you're going to do your uh, wad, Then you're going to write your numbers on the board. And sometime during that 60 minutes, there might be a moment where you can get some, well, you should be getting some correction routinely during a 60 minute class should be i'll put that in air quotes
1: that's sad that we even have to put
0: in freaking quotes dude it's so sad why when do you mean you should what the hell are you
1: paying for i mean why is there a trainer if you're not being corrected Mo? No, why why are you even there are you to watch them
0: well for for me like no I, if, I, I, oh, I mean, yeah right like yeah.
1: if they're not getting corrected why the hell are you even there three two one go
0: well, that's it how the timer does it now? Well, but that that damn clock is hard to program, though. That stupid clock, <laughs> rogue, <laughs> that echo clock. Ugh. Well, I like it better than the one I
1: had previously. Uh, You must have had a really bad one because <laughs> this one drives me nuts. <laughs> but you know what I mean. What is the point? It, if they should be mm-hmm. getting correction. If you're not getting correction, you should be. You should be. And if you're happy with not getting correction, then you can just go to the why.
0: But again, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. If you know. In True. my yeah. in my CrossFit career, when yep. someone isn't telling me something, that leads me to believe I'm doing something correctly.
1: <laughs> Until you look at everybody else and yours didn't look like the, theirs, yeah. and you know it's wrong, and then they tell you good job. Oh, great job, Billy. I'm going to use stew stuff. Yeah, Great job, Billy. Way to do that snatch. Oh, my gosh. He landed freaking on his tiptoes. Knees were going over him. His arms were behind his head, and his head was looking straight up at the bar. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like... Don't tell me good job when it definitely was not a good job.
0: So again, you you should be getting some correction during that 60 minute period, a little bit of coaching, but on average like my classes, I'll probably have about 10 athletes, you know, sometimes less, sometimes more. So do I have the opportunity to give them as much training and coaching during that wad as they may need to become more proficient? Not always. Um, it oftentimes requires me to pull them aside or just offer them the opportunity. Hey, if you have a couple of minutes after class, let's go over this because I saw saw some things that we should probably work on to either make you more efficient, uh, maybe a little bit safer, or maybe we need to identify a scale for you because you weren't able to execute this movement during today's workout appropriately. Or conversely, if you're on the fringe of getting something, you know, I think a lot of things people ask their coaches about is like those high skill gymnastics movements, handstand push ups, muscle ups, uh, pistols, all those t- types of things. And you might not get the chance to be able to give them the fine tuned detail information in a WAD just because you're trying to watch, you know, 10 other people and maintain a safe environment while still giving everybody their individualized feedback. So, not, that, it, go ahead.
1: No, I think something to, to attach on to that, there's a, there's a time where it's hard to make corrections. I'm going to get, uh, grace isabel um elizabeth these these hurricanes these the fran these Mm -hmm. fast workouts to where we're talking these there are four minutes or less Mm -hmm. on all those diane and and there's there's not a lot of time to correct there's you better be quick with your cues but we we make sure we hit those on the whiteboard time so because it's hard to coach that class in the essence of you're not going to make in 30 repetitions Unless they're new and we're going slower to because of their skill set and they're mm-hmm. and they're 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 just not I'm not really concerned they're not pushing the temp on the time Um, we're still in the, like say they just got a training course mm-hmm. then you can kind of get a little bit into the coaching but 30 reps or 21, 15, nine like yeah, you ain't got time, you yeah. ain't got time for that like now a 20 minute AMRAP or a three rounds for time with a you know huge set of muscle ups in the middle of mm-hmm. it there's a lot you can accomplish in that in that time frame, in
0: my opinion. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, we, we, we identify what we can in, as, as trainers and we try and help people as much as we can. I mean, I think safety is the first thing that we want to address. Um, and then after that, probably technique. And after that, probably efficiency. In the middle of a class. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you might hear that gyms or coaches will offer additional assistance after the class.
1: Yeah, personal training.
0: Personal training, uh, skill sessions, clinics, um, or just any other individualized training that could possibly take place or help augment your health. Right. And that's what we're talking about today with Outside the 60 Minutes. So, one of the things we hear about in a lot of CrossFit gyms is they offer personal training. Yeah. And personal training, by your definition, would be what? Uh,
1: working on something. With a specific goal in mind that, I don't know, I hate saying this, it's not covered in class, but it's just, that's bull crap, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I would say working on something in a one-on-one setting uh, towards a specific goal.
0: Okay. In my experience, uh, being part of a, the CrossFit community, almost everywhere I've been to, there's an additional fee mm-hmm. for getting uh, this extra training. Yeah. Uh, I've never really inquired like how much, but... I think you can probably equate it to like what a normal rate of probably personal 40, training would 60 be bucks. 40 60 bucks. I think would probably be safe per hour. Yeah. Per hour. Mm-hmm. And during that session, the trainer should be working on you as an individual on how you can achieve whatever X
1: you guys sat down and set a goal for.
0: Mm-hmm. So pros and cons to that.
1: Which one do you want to start with? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, me and Mo, we have been we talked about this forever before we even started recording, and I just I can't stand the the I've always been outspoken, so you already know where I stand. I don't like this additional fee for the personal training because I think a lot of these gyms they undersell their personal training or their their teaching in class to funnel you towards paying for personal training, uh-huh. and that's only been confirmed by so many people I've talked to and that have actually reached out to me even before the podcast and now with the podcast
0: and i've never thought about that aspect of it until we got a message a week or two ago Mm -hmm. when an individual said that that's what his perception was the the message of what was was, going on i want to
1: get better at ring ring muscle ups Mm -hmm. i go up to my coach and ask them to help me and they say we'll schedule a pt PT session pt session with me personal i told mo like this makes my blood boil honestly like i couldn't imagine a member walking up to me and saying hey I want to get better at my ring muscle ups uh-huh. um, and then me instantly saying we'll schedule a PT session. Uh-huh. Well, okay. Where have I failed as a coach? Like That would make me like, okay, what's going on? I should already know everything about them and I should know if they legitimately can get a ring muscle up or they cannot. If There are certain parameters I know our people have to be at uh-huh. in order to push them to the rings uh-huh. and I have that in my mind and I know if they've achieved that but I don't I'll never in my life be able to look at my members and tell them, hey, let's just let's schedule a PT session and that'd be the end of it. Just
0: right off the bat without even trying to help them for 15 minutes or so.
1: I think that's that's very critical. Like there's a lot of stuff honestly uh that it can be an easy correction. Uh right after class or as I was telling most, sometimes I'd be like, Hey, why don't you come in a little bit before the three thirty class today? I, maybe come in at two, two fifteen. And we'll work together and we'll, we'll try to clean this up or whatever it is. Like, is it time out of, you know, away from me? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what? I don't care. Like I want them to get their skill. Now as a business owner, people are like, oh, you're dumb for not, you know, taking that revenue stream. But I'm like, well, you're dumb for not investing your athletes with your time. Like, Cause you definitely have failed them. If you haven't got them to where they want to, where they need, I, I know my progression. I know if someone if someone I know is working on the ring muscle upset, we have transferred. We have uh, three, well, two athletes. we got a third girl, and they're both girls. we got a third girl that is um, also getting ready to go to them. If they came to me and said, hey, I really want to get these, i am like, all right, well, this is where you're at. Mm-hmm. We're making progress. It just takes time. It really does. It takes time to learn and, and, and reps to, to learn. And I could sit here for an hour and put you all these little fancy, cool little banded, uh, ring rings attached to my pull-up rig and make you feel really awesome about yourself because you're catching it and you're pressing out of a dip. But I don't give a shit because you ain't doing the damn kip on the ring muscle ups.
0: And, and okay. I, but also with this, there the athlete has to meet certain parameters before yes. we even get to this, and you should know them. Yeah, and 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 we should know that as, as athletes and coaches, or sorry, as coaches and trainers. Now, granted, the athlete has to put in work because they have to be at a certain stage in the progression for whatever movement. They can't just come to you and say, hey, Brody, um, I know I've only been here a week, but I want you to teach me to do uh, a freestanding handstand (laughs) push-up and expect you to spend 15 minutes with them and and get them through.
1: Unless you're one of them freaking gymnasts that come in here just already have it. The
0: only thing I I hate worse than gymnasts is swimmers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're strong as hell on on the rig right when they come here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, there's a fine line. Like, I get the financial side. Okay? Mm-hmm. If people want to charge for it, go ahead. I'll never do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and
0: and I, if you want to share that, because we had the, a good conversation about that, about your philosophy yeah, Mo about really charging, dug yeah. deep
1: on this one, yeah. boy.
0: No, because I just want to know it. Because I, I understand and I value money. Well, obviously, we all need money, and you know, in order to have a business, you have to be able to support your operation and maintenance costs. Mm-hmm. But bro, you know, drops knowledge on me, and I can totally value like why he. Uh, Approaches this concept in the manner that he does.
1: The um, I want every person to have the ability to be the best version of what they want to be. So if they want to come in every day of the week, do the strength and workout five days a week. Okay, they have that ability. They mm-hmm. pay for a membership. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to get coached to the highest level every single class. We're going to make corrections. We're going to tell them what they're doing wrong and why they're, uh, why we're correcting them. And then we're going to give them positive corrections on that. And we're going to make them better every day. That's mm-hmm. what that's membership. If we, every single day, uh, unless we're in a D load, we have, um, additional work program for anybody that wants it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if Mo's here and he hits it and he's like, man, you know what? I'm really suffering some of these in classes, right? I want to try to get, get some more work in to get my capacity up. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to do the additional work. All right, well, it's there for him, Mo, that he wants to do that. If we have uh, high-level competitors that like to compete and they need to get volume in, I've got it programmed based off of our workout that day that they don't collide, that we're going to get one, whatever, whatever whatever we need. It's programmed. It's going to
0: complement. It's
1: going to complement the day, right? Mm-hmm. And then on that, we have our weekends where we come in here and we'll do you know three-hour sessions on the weekend. And mm-hmm. it's open. Mo wants to come in. He wants to start hitting maybe one or two of those a month. Because we do higher, longer volume workouts in here with certain aspects. He has that ability.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What maybe let's say Sally
0: <laughs> to
1: borrow an icon from Stu. Uh let's say Sally is just like Mo. He's coming every day of the week, wants to start doing some extra work, but she says, Hey, bro, I can I get can I start doing some of the extra work? Well, Yes, but you're going to have to pay me another $60 a month to have access to it.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, um, that's just what we do here. So I'm sorry, but that's just the, the fee that we charge. Well, I really don't have 60 bucks. Well, I'm sorry. Well, you can't do the additional work.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Now I'm the asshole. All right. She wants to get better and I'm stopping her from getting better because she can't afford it because maybe she makes twenty eight to 35000 a year. And she, her, she's already strapped to even pay for CrossFit. Uh-huh. And she, let's say she's a, an athlete that could do much better in classes, but now I've told her no.
2: Uh-huh.
1: All right. So now she wants to come in. Well, How about your Sunday classes? Can I go ahead and can I come anytime on those and do those workouts with you guys? Yeah, you can, but it's going to be $10 a class. Uh-huh. Really? Yep. Yep. I'm going to, you got you to pay 10 bucks a class. So if you want to come in, you know, you just got to, you're going to have to commit to this money. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm the asshole again. I'll never be that person. If Mo wants to get better, he has the, every ability here to, to get better and there's no amount of money that's going to keep him from doing that. If he wants it, it's done. Now all he has to invest is that time
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the time and, and, and the effort and the, what you call the sweat equity mm-hmm. of that, what it's going to take to get there and pro- progress you. And I will never limit someone because they are in a financial hardship. Because we honestly we've talked about the cost of CrossFit is not cheap. People yeah. make sacrifices to do what the everyday class, mm-hmm. let alone these fees on top. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that every gym should do that? I don't care what every gym does.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: I'll tell you what, they're gonna be like, well, you're missing money. I'll tell them they're gonna say, you're missing money on this revenue stream. Yep, probably. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm gaining that money on the back end because my members don't leave because I don't nickel diamond for all this bullshit. Mm -hmm. right? Because I want the best for them. They know I want the best for them. I'm provide the best for them. Yeah, I'm programming. So guess what? Let's say I had 15 people paying me for this additional work, right? And they're paying me for this programming. I've programmed it. Well, it's already done. The work is done. Mm -hmm. So what is it if 15 more people want to do it and they don't pay anything? So if the work is done, what's it matter? Yeah, 15, you're paying it, but... Just because 15 more do it doesn't mean I'm changing when I'm running a program. It's Mm -hmm. already done. The work is done. So yeah, I'm doing the work and maybe I could charge one person a fee and then give everybody else for free. (laughs) That'd be a dick move. But I'm just saying like, it doesn't, yeah, it takes me time, but I enjoy it. I enjoy getting the best out of my athletes. I enjoy them having the option. I love what it creates in our community for people to snag a rower, right? And they push it out there because we had a, uh, let's say we had a 5K sprint with, the, with, with it was in intervals like 2k 2 500 whatever and they're getting ready to do it and then someone's just sitting here and they just finished working out and they look over and say hey man come on over you do this for me i want to suffer together
0: or if someone just comes over to report record a podcast yeah. and uh and someone comes and say hey mo what are you doing I'm like what do you think i'm doing i'm here to record oh yeah. well you're not recording for another hour hey do it, this extra work with me yeah i got suckered into that he did
1: and you know what <laughs> Imagine, imagine, uh, imagine one of our members.
0: But yeah, but on that particular day, like I said, I, I really needed that. So I, 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 as much as it sucked, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: But imagine one of our members, who don't know if they're on the the super co- cool competition plan or not, mm-hmm. says, "Hey, come and do this extra work with me," and they say, "Well, I'm not paying for it."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What the hell is that? What kind of community you want? Is like they they tr- they want. It bring someone else that's part of
0: your your gym. And for me, I I'm not even a member here.
1: Right. Mo, Mo, yeah, yeah, Mo I, you want to do this work? Okay, cool. It's going to be $25 because you're not a member of our gym.
0: Plus 160 bucks for <laughs> a monthly membership. Yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for those of you guys that, that haven't uh, caught up to speed, but yeah, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not a member of Brody's Gym. I'm not an owner. I'm a coach at a different gym, AKP, but we just, I come over here to record and every once in a while I get goaded into a workout.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they don't twist too hard. Like, but people here will, they'll prod you a little bit. They'll yeah. get you going
0: like- Because um, nobody what, wants to do it alone.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. you
0: know, there's a group of
1: people doing it that day. And, and, and I don't know, man. It it just drives me nuts. I can't imagine just even thinking about that because I never even thought about that way until we start talking. Mm-hmm. One of my members calling across and saying, hey, come do this with me. It's going to be fun. And when it's really not going to be fun. And they say, well, I can't because I'm not paying for it. Mm-hmm. I can't. Man. And then- you imagine how it's going to make that member feel that they just embarrass them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? Cuz they don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um because maybe they're not sharing that mm-hmm. or and then how that person feels sitting there wishing they could go do it but they don't have another 60 bucks a month mm-hmm. to drop on top top of the 140 they're already paying like it just guys sucks.
0: Yeah, we've said it many times uh this fitness lifestyle is not cheap. No. I, I mean When I was uh, when I was going to the gym and uh, gym wrap five days a week, you know, I didn't have three different pairs of shoes, and wraps, and headbands, and all this other stuff. You know, it was I, I just went to the gym, did my workout, drank my protein on the way home, and that was about it. Right. You know, it, so this in, in of itself is is not cheap.
2: Well, you,
1: as an owner. There's people who fall in times of financial hardship. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: It happens to everybody.
1: Every, I mean, I've been so financially broke before. It's just ridiculous. And I'm not sitting here making it rain. Like I said, now <sighs> I'm not, you know, um, once we get all these sponsors lined up though, we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so I understand. And I, I know how much it sucks to be able to not do something that you love,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right. And being stripped away from it because you can't financially afford it. Mm-hmm. And I just could never imagine the, man, it would, it would emotionally wreck me as an owner and I would feel complete and utter guilt if I started charging people for the stuff I'm programming mm-hmm. and them not be able to do it. That would just be, um, we would not be the gym that we are
2: mm-hmm.
1: without a doubt,
2: mm-hmm.
1: without a doubt. Our culture would not be what so many people love that even visit, it would not be what it is because it would be now segregated who has money to do it and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. And that's bullshit.
0: Now, going away from the PT sessions, there are other things that are offered outside of your 60-minute normal class. Right. And we want to make sure we differentiate these different things and talk a little bit about all of them and where we see uh, the role of each of these particular things. So the next one we want to talk about is clinics. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, so by definition, you know, I think a clinic would be something, it's going to be a group setting, a specialty specialty course. mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a group setting. It's not going to be one-on-one anymore. Right. It's not going to be tailored to a very small percentage of your athletes, which generally your competitive athletes make up maybe five to 10% of your entire population. Right. Now, a clinic is just an opportunity for someone to work on a specific skill. Right. Let's say we- In a group setting.
1: Yeah. Let's say we have, you know, we snatch and clean every week in here. Uh. Uh, a a percentage-based snatch and clean work Mm -hmm. every week in here plus and workouts. Um, Let's say we are doing these corrections and we're getting people to, you know, we're making our corrections during class and they're applying them, but it's once a week Mm -hmm. for that movement for that first 15, 20 minutes that we're doing it, right? There's only so much that you can apply and learn in that, Time frame, but Mm -hmm. you can progress and you will progress. Our people do progress. Mm -hmm. But if you give someone a three hour block that's covering the snatch or a three hour block that's covering the clean, Mm -hmm. right? Then now you have so much more time to invest into everybody and show them some little nuances that um, are very small that maybe they can't. If I was to give them a cue to do it, if they were um, like, say, a newer weightlifter or Let's say they've been lifting for about a year because I still think that's very inexperienced compared to if I went to Kara, Angie, Jenna. It goes down the
2: mm-hmm.
1: down the list that who are experienced. I can give people who are on the higher level of lifting more minute, small corrections, micro
0: corrections. Yeah. yeah, that
1: I could never give this person. Well, now I can give it to them. After explaining certain steps to get to that micro correction mm-hmm. and get them to that level, so clinics are great for that because people are like, "Well, okay, you charge for a clinic and you don't charge for PT. What the hell's the difference?" That's the difference mm-hmm. right there. They cannot get all this three hours of one movement and one class setting. Yeah, in a sixty-minute 60 class. Yeah, because we have strength, mm-hmm. we have a workout, we have our mobility warm-up. That's it.
0: Yeah, and for me, like when I coach my classes, I have like an average around ten athletes. Which I, I think is an excellent ratio. Yep, I agree. And, and I give I, I have a lot of opportunity to help give some individual cues, but I can't break someone down in a twenty minute workout when mm-hmm. I have nine other athletes I have to tend to, plus the clock, plus making sure everybody's moving safe. Plus other movements. Plus yeah. other movements, yeah. yeah. There,
1: there, you could have maybe it's a it's a three or five of the snatch or clean. Yeah. So that's what you have, and you have 10 people, and they're all at different
0: stages stages
1: of the workout. And they're all
0: different scales. That's where
1: cues come in huge, and that's what I'm talking about, those micro things. I can give real quick subtle micro stuff to our advanced lifters, and then I have to be a little bit uh, different with people who aren't on that level yet. Mm -hmm. But clinics gives you great opportunity to do that. To augment Uh, your toolbox. mm -hmm, Absolutely, and I think if you run a legitimate clinic, like I was just telling Mo, I'm eventually going to open up our clinics that we run in-house for people outside of our gym, Mm -hmm. which we've never done. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have several clinics I've run through our own members, some free, some costing, Mm -hmm. um, that I think people might do. I don't know. It's it's sort of like this podcast. I really didn't think people would listen to me. I really don't know if anybody would sign up for one. Right? I really don't. Maybe Mo would. I know he still hasn't left me a Google review, so I don't know. (laughs) But still getting. And um, so... (laughs) Uh, you know, it's kind of a maybe I'm a, I'm maybe it's insecurity of mine. I know what the hell I offer is legitimate, but Mm -hmm. maybe I don't think
0: people really give It's the fear of the unknown sometimes. Maybe they don't
1: care, Mo. Maybe they don't care what I can give them. So I don't know.
0: We'll find out. (laughs) Um, another thing that some gyms offer would be a skill session, and
1: which I'm unfamiliar
0: with is what Mo saying. The skill session, I've, it's kind of referred to as a mini one on one. So, uh, maybe like a 30 minute just, get you to help understand one or two cues or one or two fine points about let's say double unders like you have that one athlete that just they can do like one or they get those miracle double unders where they can do one or two like every other workout but they just can't string them together you know and maybe it's just something as simple as well your rope's too short or your <laughs> so hand annoying. or your hand position is poor or your your, your jump is you, you you're you're jumping from one one stall mat to the next stall mat you know just those little bitty things just uh one-on-one time but not a full hour and that's something that's a new phenomenon i've seen lately uh it still kind of falls under that thing that uh brody just mentioned earlier there's a financial cost to that um yeah it's half yeah <laughs> i
1: mean you know what i mean oh instead of uh sixty dollars it's thirty dollars but you get half the time yeah it's the same damn you know it's the same it's the same ratio mm-hmm. it's just whatever.
0: And I think a lot of this is just uh, dictated by the direction of your ownership. Yep, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. No. I'm,
1: people look at me and think I'm stupid and that's okay.
0: And, and <laughs> for all you trainers out there, I wouldn't encourage you to go and do anything that's against the direction of your owners. Because like if I was one of Brody's trainers and I started charging people 60 bucks an hour, you'd probably get a little pissed off.
1: Yeah, Mo and, would no longer be a trainer. Yeah,
0: and vice versa. Like if my gym charges 60 bucks an yep. hour and I'm just giving people free you know, 15, 20 minute sessions, you know, your owner might have an issue with that. So.
1: But then again, I would, I would never ask Mo to be a trainer if that was his thoughts. He would, there's a, as much as it goes into my thought on programming and our atmosphere and our people and the business, like it goes into asking someone to actually be a trainer at our gym. Mm -hmm. If you're asked to train at our gym, um, I'm not, we're not these elitists, but it is because I have full faith and confidence in that you could be a good trainer, mm-hmm. and that you will, and you do believe in everything that we offer as a gym, mm-hmm. and you'll continue to press that on as a trainer, and that's
0: that's it. Without going rogue.
1: Yeah, rogue is bad <laughs> here. It's just it doesn't work, and it's not because I'm a um, this asshole dictator that it's my way or the highway. No, everything I have done and will do is a long thought out methodical process Mm -hmm. nothing is random here i don't just oh i have an idea and then put it in execution like
0: about the only thing you do random is like when you pick teams for in-house comps that's
1: it dude or (laughs) yeah we started doing it uh last last two years we started doing random draw for actual ones we pay for like we sign up oh yeah yeah you did that for my comp yeah yeah we (laughs) did it for another comp too this year too so we've done it twice this year and we did it a couple other times uh last year but yeah it's so you sign up and you pay. You don't even know who the hell your team is, <laughs> <laughs> but we know we're, we we'll sign up to RX, whatever. But yeah, it, it's that's just to keep it cool. And there's some competitions where we'll go and we'll just want to have some fun, and it's not really about winning it, but we actually do pretty good. But um, yeah, nothing random. So it's everything is a thought out process, and it will always be that. And uh, that's why Mo, if I asked him to be a coach, it would be he would know fully just from our relationship yeah. as an athlete to me as his coach and owner then, that if I asked him that, it's because I have full faith in him as a person that he wants to continue our direction as a gym and that he believes in our our atmosphere and our philosophies. Um, and then I think that he can – I trust him. I don't trust anybody coaching my people. That's oh, it. Yeah, nobody. And,
0: and I don't think any owner – should just blatantly just oh you have an L one? Hey uh here's a oh, whistle talk about another episode that's <laughs> here's a whistle in the clock button or in the clock timer.
1: <laughs> How many owners drool when there someone just randomly signs up for an L one they're like, hey you want to teach class? Because
0: hmm.
1: they don't want to teach it. And that's like oh maybe I can see that. Whatever. I'm not getting to that one.
0: That's a long <laughs> that's a long deep rabbit hole. All right. And to round out uh talking about outside the sixty minutes some of your facilities may offer nutritional advice. Yep. Now that's something you're absolutely not going to cover in a 60 minute class. You know, yes. while I'm at the whiteboard, I'm not going to sit there and talk to you about your macros. You know, <laughs> they're just there that has no time or place, you know, in your normal 60 minute class. So these are things that. That'd be pretty are,
1: cool though. If the warm up was, we cook and eat,
0: <laughs> but I couldn't eat cause I'd puke. Yeah. I can't eat before yeah, I work out either. No. Uh, you know, these are those, additional like value added type things that can help augment your performance on the floor undoubtedly. Yeah. Uh, as we talked about in the nutrition episode. Um, I think charging, you know, and then some people say, well, why would you charge for nutrition, but not, or why would you charge for nutrition, but not charge for your additional programming?
1: Yeah. Yep. You just answered it because it cannot be attained during a normal 60 minute class.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The additional programming is the reason for me to not charge, which I've said, is because I will never make someone not be able to get the, to their fullest if they want to be because of a financial burden. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, the nutrition, I can give them, I can give them no, uh, like you said, I can give them some advice. They, someone asked me, you know, let me back this up. I had this guy one time. I'm not even going to say his name, <laughs> but some people will know who I'm talking about. Long time I was in the Global Gym. I go up and talk to this guy. And I had just started working on it again. It was just kind of getting to, you know, the- Back the, and buy
0: chest and try, skip leg day.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But I was talking about, I said, um, there was this debate. Should be one gram of protein per pound of body weight? And why does sometimes that go to 1.5 or two grams per pound?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So I go up to this guy, ends up being a real douchebag <laughs> his whole life, still to this day. <laughs> And I asked him this question, I, what I just said, what's it, like, when should you do that? And he'd yeah. be like, well, I could tell you, but I have to charge you. I said, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me right now? You're going to charge me $60 to answer this question? <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll, I'll try to find it. Like I just, but you know what I mean? That's just yeah. how lame this can be. Mm-hmm. You know, this just the, the nutrition cannot be covered during a class time, mm-hmm. right? But I still- It's
0: completely separate from the workout. It is, know?
1: it is. And you could say, you know, there, people could debate this all day long because that's what people like to do. But I still think you can charge, like, okay, for example, we charge $75. And I don't put our financials out there too much, but uh, we charge $75 for the initial consultation, which is about,
0: it could be up to 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's very in-depth. Well, it's, that first one's got to be pretty in-depth. Yeah, because they get- Not in addition to just the conversation. I mean, you have to. I'm sure you have to weigh them, measure them, all that good stuff.
1: Besides weighing and measuring, I think the biggest part of the conversation is like, what do they even understand about nutrition?
0: Okay. Right? So breaking we, barriers right yeah. there. Yeah.
1: The, and then explaining what we do here, okay, and why we do what we do and explaining, what well, they don't even know what their energy sources are. They think that if they, you know, they think that- um,
0: If they eat 90 chicken they breasts think a day. Protein,
1: they, they think <laughs> peanuts are protein when it's really a fat. Uh-huh right? I mean, that's how it's measured. It's not measured like here, eat 18 peanuts. I'm going to measure it as a protein, whatever. Mm-hmm. They may not understand certain things like that. And then mm-hmm. you have to cover that. And then you have to go into the direction. You have to dissect what they do eat because the most people, they think that they, they eat enough or they really don't eat enough. Mm-hmm. And then you got to tell them why, why they're going to be eating more, but they're going to lose fat. So mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into it in that first consultation. But every month after that, we'll do um, 40 bucks a month. And then that will give. We'll adjust your numbers. We'll re, we'll meet face to face every two weeks. We'll reweigh you, mm-hmm. which weight to me, it, it's okay for some people. You need it, yeah. But our women are going to start weighing more because they're they're going or not change because mm-hmm. they're they're going to lose their inches, body composition changes and they're getting yeah. stronger, right? And our guys you know, sometimes whatever. But we'll meet twice a month at that point face to face and adjust your numbers as needed per how your body's responding mm-hmm. to that. And I, in my opinion, when I was doing the pricing, this was actually brought up to people in our nutrition because we used to only offer once a month, mm-hmm. one, one month. That's it. Mm-hmm. No continuation. Now people wanted to, uh, like I said, in the nutrition, they wanted someone to speak
0: to that, that long tail uh, they, after well, action. They, yeah. When you
1: have to speak to someone and show them that you have to meet and you have to show them where, where you're at.
0: Mm-hmm. The accountability. The
1: accountability is huge on that one. And I'm, so I'm thinking, well, what? what would be fair and whatever. So we charge 40 bucks a month. I thought that that was more than worth my time and highly affordable for someone who wants to invest into that.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. So again, you know, again, talking about outside the 60 minutes, covering things that you're just not going to get in a class. And, you know, I sit here and I shrug my shoulders because as a, you know, for being an athlete, Being a trainer, Mm -hmm. there are just certain things I'm not going to learn in class. There are certain things I have to focus on and do extra work in order to become more proficient at them. There's just no two ways about it. And you want to do it, Mm -hmm. but do you want to pay the money to do it? Right? That's I'm willing to pay the cost because there always is a cost, whether it be time, uh, resources. We're talking about the financial side. Yeah, the financial side. Mo Mo
1: wants to dedicate an extra uh, three hours a week at the gym doing what he needs to work on Mm -hmm. does he want to pay the cost for that and that's that's where should you even have to debate it you've already made the commitment for the time Mm -hmm. you want to put the energy you're you're focused on what you want to do but now it's like shit 60 (laughs) bucks (laughs) like i already pay 140 150 160 180 dude that's how much i pay
0: for my protein
1: i mean but we're not even talking about that like Yo, your yeah, supplements costs on top of what your monthly membership is so you, I for, yeah i forgot right, about my that, gosh yeah. you're already paying you're gonna pay like a thousand bucks a month mo yeah. just to just so to now, be fit now mo wants to do it now he's got it now he's like okay i've committed i'm ready to do this but shoot i don't even know if i'm gonna pay 60 more dollars like or 100 some people may charge more i don't know what yeah. people charge i know what some people charge but i don't know would you
0: it all depends you know, so you I'm go. not, Yeah, you know, he's, he was no, fully no, committed
1: until no, we asked him about the money. No. no and
0: it's in the, but the funny thing is, is like I said, you're the only place I've ever encountered that doesn't charge for this extra stuff. So for, for me, it's like, it, it was an anomaly when, when you told me about it and I was like, wow, you don't charge. Yeah. You know, and then bro, you know, he, he, he broke me down on why he doesn't charge. And I can, I can see the value in that. But I think because culturally within CrossFit, we've always charged for that. For everything. Yeah. We've always charged for everything. It's and and I'm not saying what bro's doing is wrong, mm-hmm. but I can totally see how he measures that value because of the fact that when I walk in here on a routine basis, almost everybody's doing additional programming because it's available to them, you know, and sometimes, like you said, they drag people into it with them because no one likes to do it alone because it's after you've had a nice workout, you know, doing some extra work it can be a little rough. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yep. and our <laughs> our extras definitely can be rough, but it can be modified as well. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about that, but yeah, it is, man. It, it sucks. Like people can look. I don't care what people say what we do, like right or wrong. I don't care. You can say whatever the hell you, people do, but you can say whatever the hell you want about me and our gym. But uh, our people are happy. They enjoy doing it. They enjoy having access to it. And as long as that is. There's no amount of money I could be paid that's going to give me more satisfaction than that. That's just how I roll. Like, if my members are happy and they enjoy doing it and they like putting the work in,
2: mm-hmm.
1: shit, I'm happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Could I make another 500 bucks a month? Yeah. Is that cool? Absolutely. I mean, I could blow it on so much stuff. <laughs>
0: more Xbox games.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've only played a couple. Uh But, you know... Our our craft beer
0: oh yeah would
1: definitely be taken care of on that five hundred dollar <laughs> tab at the expense of me charging my members for doing something they want to do uh, anyways and you know I just, that's what I'm going to ask yourself are you committed to it mm-hmm. right are you ready to do it and then now are you willing to pay for it mm-hmm. that's what I let's say we uh, talked about in the nutrition I was in a rut uh, working oh, out yeah, wise yeah. right yeah. for about nine months I was just in the worst rut like it just it was just bad I was just Mentally, physically, emotionally—all that crap that goes into it—I just could not get out of this hole, and uh, and that's why I started, you know, doing the nutrition and, and getting getting that back on track and answering to somebody and getting that for me. What happens if someone's in the same thing and now they're finally ready to climb out of that rut and they can't afford to?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What if what if that's the case where they say, "I'm so tired of dying through workouts. I want to do something about it," but they can't afford to. Uh-huh. Now they go buy a $15 membership at any type fitness to just get some extra work in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that what you want? No. I want them at my gym. I want them doing stuff that I know I've programmed with specific things in, in goal that, w- that will meet their goals. And that's become more fit on a regular basis.
0: Absolutely. And for this week's call to action, why don't you go ahead and write down in the comments below, tell us some of the clinics that you've been to in the past. And tell us what you glean from them and give us some information about them. Maybe we can check them out. Whether you, you know, and maybe they were done at your box so you can rep your box as well. Just let us know, like, what are the extra things that you've been willing to pay for to help become a better athlete?
1: Yeah, did they help? Mm-hmm. That's another, I mean, does, did, the, did, your, did your clinic you paid for, did it help? Did you get knowledge from it? Because mm-hmm. that's why you pay the additional yeah. money, right? Did it help? That's what I'm interested in. So let me know, did it help? Was it worth the money? Yeah, yeah. there what, you go. And would you
0: do it again? Yeah.
1: Right? Because if I go to a good clinic, Mo, I pay I pay to do it again.
0: I really would. There you go. I think that's a good indicator yeah. of the quality would of the clinic. Would you pay
1: to do the exact same clinic again?
0: Yeah. That's pretty solid.
1: What? <laughs> Dang, Mo. I'm like, you're not, you're like speechless over here. I don't know what's going on. I am. Are no, you, that, that's What's solid. going on, Mo? Like,
0: <laughs> You're speechless. All right, so that brings this week's episode to a close. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, 75 Clothing, making badass gear for your badass ventures. Uh, That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo, and I'm out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More? Or shoot us an email at at gmail.com. Because you've you've seen human beings at their worst. You know, being in law enforcement. I'm going to go get rid of that bird, dude. Where is it? Come on, dude. There you go. Man, we yeah. got... Dude! Hey! Bird! He's me, killing me. me. I'll
1: fucking kill him. me <laughs> kill him? Give me a weapon. The bird, he's not a Throw a horse, cookie though. at him.
0: Yeah, I know. That's all I'm used to dealing with yeah. is horses. So
1: like, and then go back to eating. Yeah. Or come over to you. Yeah. He ain't coming to you.
0: Yeah, he's not. Am I getting Just if we could get him out of the beer, it'd be helpful. Because <laughs> he's, he's killing my... He's killing my. It left. <laughs> Good. Bird gone. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. But we had, you've heard the bird there, and it finally flew out. So... And Brody was about to bring his uh, Mossberg in here. <laughs> that be bad. <laughs>